This show is dedicated to the memory of a dear friend of mine and yours, Heather Hendricks. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the latest edition of the Walker AC Experience for November 23rd in the year 2021. I'm your host, Adrian, otherwise known as Walker AC, and this is the Walker AC Experience. And of course, before we get started, we always like to send a special thank you to podbean.com for hosting this show, walkerac76.podbean.com. That's walkerac 76 podbean.com you can find us on multiple platforms and the links below or just say hey alexa play the walker ac experience and it's the holiday season it's time for gift buying it's time to stress out about buying gifts and whatnot so we do offer you know, cafepress.com forward slash w-a-c-e that's cafepress.com forward slash w-a-c-e that's where you can find all the apparel for the Walker AC Experience, Podcast King, Henry the Fox, Jabrell the Fish, Stationaries, everything in between. And we started off the show with a dedication to Heather Hendricks. Now, you may not know her, um, but she was a special part of my life. She was a friend of mine since in the seventh grade. Now, as you've noticed, the past couple of shows... I haven't really been doing them by myself. I've been doing it with guests and whatnot. Because to be fair, content nowadays is very difficult for me. I've been dealing with an illness. Been working a lot. Just the day-to-day rigors. Nothing really to say all about. It's just life in itself, just the way it works. So the podcast itself has taken a backseat a little bit. Now recently, I've been having a hard time just focusing on the show. I guess you can say I've been taking it for granted, just like I've been taking life for granted. Now, as things may turn out, I've always said in all my podcasts, life is precious. You only have one you. You take care of you. That's all you have. Whether you have family, friends, loved ones, marriage, anything of the sort, what's most important is you, is your health. And unfortunately, a good dear friend of mine passed away on Halloween. Um, I was informed of it a couple weeks ago. It was very heartbreaking because I've spent time with her previously before her passing. Now, she was a tremendous person, a great mother, a great friend, a great provider for her family. I was invited to her wake, and in the wake itself, it was very surreal because I've never been to a wake before. I've never been to a funeral before. So I wasn't too sure of the proper etiquette. Of course, my goal was to go and celebrate the life of a dear friend. So in going to said wake, it was very interesting to see the various faces of 
the people that Heather has touched and the way she's affected them and the sorrow and the grieving that went on and said, wake. They had a few key speakers to speak up asking about what uh, influence Heather has had on their lives. And after a gentleman spoke, a, a veteran spoke, thank you for his service, I stood up and proceeded to just give a few minutes of my time to celebrate Heather and what she meant to me. <clears throat> so, after speaking my piece, I abruptly left because it was very hard to take. Now, that's not to say I should have stayed, should have said more words, or convalesced with everyone there. It just hit me once again how precious life is. This is the second person that I've known who has passed away uh, this year. So I take it to heart, and I sit back, and I think a little bit more. And then, of course, the epiphany hits me. Now, for me, it's only been a week since since this show aired, but it truly seemed like longer. Because after sitting back and once again thinking, having that strong epiphany about life, and how precious life is, and how priorities play a very important uh, place in your life. I know I butchered that sentence a little bit here, just please bear with me. It's very emotional to know that my words, what I say true, you never know when your time is up. How you choose to spend your time on this earth is really important. I can't speak for anyone else about how people choose to live their lives, but I take my life one day at a time and I take each little thing I do very important, whether it be raising my son, whether it be working, doing a project, or doing the show. I let my show slide because of my own you know, selfish needs and whatnot, and I almost forgot the importance of the show and what the show means to me, what it means to my followers, however many or little I have, or how many people tune into the show or follow the experience. This show is really important to me. This show is one of my one of my passions, other than being a parent. It's my strongest passion that I have, starting from nothing and getting to this point now. And I let it slide, and for that I do apologize. It's not the passing of my dear friend Heather that made me rethink my priorities in life. It was the fact that how she was celebrated, how she touched so many people, and about how as I hugged her mother and hugged her sister, and gave them my condolences and wished them well moving forward. It's not about how you live. It's how about you take each day. How about you remembered the things that you do? Now, once again, of course, you know we may agree to disagree upon how we handle life. I view my life as a book. I write a page each and every single day of my travels and my adventures and the impact that I had on people's lives, whether it be just a simple hi, to holding a door, to greeting a fellow customer, and letting them speak about their lives and what they're going through, and they know that I'm genuinely listening and have general concern about them, or just remember their name if I see them a month or two down the road. I like to have an impact on people's lives, and sometimes it may be negative, not a perfect person, but nine times out of ten, it's a positive interaction, I try to keep everything very light and positive. Because I don't want to be a hero. I don't want to be famous. I don't want to be anything. I just want to be remembered as just a person that does something good and and contributes something to this world. 
Heather contributed a lot to this world, and for that, she will be missed. Now, as we continue on with the show, we talk about work and about the impact you know, that I make at my job, the same thing you do, whether it be you're an executive, whether it be you work at Burger King. You tend to make a people you, you tend to make an impact on people's lives. You never really think you do. But a simple hi hello when a person's having a bad day, a sad day, grieving of loss, you'd be surprised how a simple smile and a hi, how's your day really affects the person that you interact with. Now, of course, my previous jobs that I have, which I'll touch on a little bit, a little funny anecdote here and there about my previous jobs, when I moved back to Brevard County, this is a place in Florida around, you know. Cape Canaveral, Cocoa Beach, for those of you who aren't familiar with Florida, I had a, a job in telemarketing. Now, with this particular telemarketing, we took inbound calls. And what that meant, people will call in as they see a product on TV, they will call and talk to us, and we will read a speech verbatim. The hiring process was very simple. They would give you a script. You would read the script from the computer screen. They would Listen to your inflection, the words that you, you know, um, accentuate. And then we will have training classes to teach you how to speak slowly, to have that inflection. That's the key word in the story, inflection, about how you present the product and its benefits. And you have to read verbatim, no going off the script. And there is a certain part in the script that we read where we come up with our own little saying and phrase to hook the customers into buying the product. What products do we sell, you might ask? We sold weight loss products. We sold fish oils. And we sold penis pills. That slight pause for you to take that in. I'll say it again. We sold penis pills. Now, what kind of penis pills, you may ask? For those of the uninitiated, we sold penis enlargement pills. Now, let me take a small aside there. Let me tell you that they don't work. Not that I've tried them or anything, because never mind. We'll, that'll be for another conversation for another day. These pills do not work. I think it's more of a placebo effect to where if you believe they'll work, they won't work. But various companies from all over the world were pumping millions of dollars in these various call centers to sell these particular products. And as we sold penis pills, we sold... Um, tools as well, cutting tools, saw blades, and all the fun things. I was hired to be part of the overnight shift, the overnight crew, the zombie crew, working from 9.30 at night till 7 in the morning. Because, of course, when you think penis pills, you think the average Joe sitting at his lazy boy at 2 in the morning flipping channels sees, you know, the Instagrow pills, that's just an example, and they would call the 800 number, they would connect to yours truly. And I would read the script, word by word by word. Add in a little couple of sentences to hook them in, grab their credit card, have them make a sale, and then follow up with a little extra add-ons here and there. Now you'd be surprised. The average Joe will never listen to your spiel, because all they will want to know is what the cost. And per your job, you can never say the cost of the product, because people will hang up. We were graded upon how we read the script and all the sales that we made, because all the commissions we made off the sales versus our regular salary on top of that. You know, you can make so much, so much money, hundreds of dollars per week. That was the hook. Every sale you make, 
was a certain percentage you get from the product, so on and so on and so on. I was at that job for a couple of years, selling weight loss, saw blades, penis pills, having little conferences in the middle of the night, you know, each and every single one of us reading a script. Of course, we had to get the giggles out when we first heard what we were selling. A penis enlargement pill and cream and more pills and more pills. It became very tedious, actually, because it seemed to me like a bait-and-switch kind of a job. I compared that call center job to, like, purgatory. You know, before heaven and hell, you had to go to uh, God's waiting room and just sit there and wait. And then, you know, ye shall be judged before we get to the pearly gates of heaven. Granted, whatever you believe in. But yes, I worked there for two years, sold a lot of product, seemingly kind of bait and switch customers a little bit, met some very interesting people over the years of that job, whether it be people who are like me, who needed a job that work overnight to make ends meet and slept during the day and had zero lives, whether it be convicts who could not get a job, only call center jobs, and they were very enter- very entertaining to people to work with, or your typical teenager in their early 20s looking for their first job and thinking that their voice can carry them through multiple years of being on the phone. I've seen people quit. I've seen people get fired. I've seen people fall asleep at their desk, get woken up, and get fired in the same token. Now, of course, you can ask yourself, Walker, why'd you leave that job? Well, I'll tell you why I left that job. I was flustered. Frustrated. And now I, in good conscience, couldn't sell anymore. Now, it's very you know, karma-ish kind of a job, which I've been paying penance for for many years, which I think the karma's done with me from working at that job and scamming people out of, you know, multiple, multiple dollars of their account. I think I pay my penance for that. But I never forget that job because it was very entertaining for what it was. Due to that job, I wrote one of my books from that job, more of a satire on the call center aspects of life and how you know, people affected other people, whether it be calling in for Instagram pills or weight loss pills and how they work. And, oh, and I almost forgot the most fun thing we sold. We sold, I can't say the product, but it was something to help you void your bowels. See, I let that linger in the air for a second. Yes, we sold products that helped you void your bowels. And people will call in, giving us in graphic detail how much they cannot void their bowels. Whether it comes out as pebbles, whether they had to scoop it out themselves with their hands, or it just was backed up so much that the fecal matter came out the other end. I'll let you guess where it came from. But nobody wanted to plunk down 1995 for a month's supply of pills. Because when you get to the price, that's when you had to fight the customer to find out reasons why they don't wish to buy the product. Is it something with your credit card? Is it the price that's got you? What is it? Then the fight would begin. We would have to read them three scripted lines to have them hand over their credit card so we can have a sale. Whether it be a year's supply of <clears throat> void your bowel pills or just a 30-day supply so you can try it out. Most people would, after, uh, after about 10 minutes of coaxing, would get a 30-day supply of the pills. We'd try to talk them into auto-pay status and either or, once we got to sale... We would add on little things like monthly coupons, monthly magazines, of course, because when you think of going to the bathroom, you think of magazines. So we add on all that. Once the call is a success or failure, we hang up and go directly to the next call. No downtime or anything of the sort. Now, speaking of downtime, 
There are some times where the computer will go down and we wouldn't get any calls at 2 o'clock in the morning. So you have myself and 50 other people in a room in like a, like a warehouse with nothing to do. So yours truly will start writing. Others will whip out their Game Boy or play on their phone or flirt with the person next to them. Now you talk office romance, you should see the romance that happens in a call center. Very graphic, very drab, very entertaining, especially if people who are hopped up on monster energy drinks. <sighs> but I digress. One little anecdote is I was going to work one night at 10.30 at night. I got in a car wreck. I'm okay. Car's okay, thanks for asking. Called my work, let them know I was in a car accident, and I'd be more than happy to bring a doctor's note because I want to make sure I wouldn't have a stroke or anything after being nailed from behind by a vehicle at high speed. My boss at the time proceeded to tell me, and I quote, Well, bring in your doctor's note and we'll deduct points because if you get way too many points, we'll have to fire you. Which I replied... I got into an effing car accident. He goes, I know, but we still have to deduct points, you know, from your attendance record. Then and then alone, I knew that I had to leave that job. Fast forward years later, I'm at my current job, very happy, very well to do, and I appreciate the job that I have because I love what I do. I love the perks and the benefits. And what those are, you might add, for those of you who know me, you know what the perks are. For those of you who don't know me, I'm sitting here in my home comfortably doing this show, so that should tell you the perks. If you want to know anything else about my job, by all means, comment section below, send me an email. Talking about loving your job, see my little segues. I'm trying to get better at my segues. Um, I love what I do. I work hard at what I do, and I should never have left the foundation of my job years ago and venture into other things because this particular job at the time of my life right now is my calling because I'm good at it and I love what I do and the benefits are tremendous. And so hopefully the jobs that you go to on a day-to-day -day basis, I hope you enjoy them too. I hope you love what you do. And if you don't love your job, ask yourself why. Now, this is not my intention to, to, be, to verbally beat on you because you don't like your job, but I just sit back and I look at all the jobs that I've had over the years, and I had this innate ability. If I didn't like my job, I would just grab something else. I would work something else that I would love to do, or so I thought I loved to do. If that job didn't work out, I would go to something else. Now I can count on one hand all the jobs that I've had in my life since working at the age of 15. I've been very fortunate enough to work long-term at jobs. And then when it didn't become fun anymore, or I didn't see an upside, or I reached a particular ceiling, I found something else. So my question to my listeners, my question to you out there is, are you happy with the job that you're working at right now? If you're not happy with the job that you're at right now, why are you still there? And just ask yourself, is it the money that they're paying you to make you sit and do the same thing that's making you miserable? day after day after day, or is it the lack of opportunity, or is it something else internally that you're not happy with your job? What makes you stay there? Now, I learned the hard way that money isn't everything, folks. Now, of course, you can say, well, well Walker, of course, in your position, you can say that, but I can honestly say money isn't everything. Yes, money will get you to a certain point, but it doesn't really bring you happiness and fulfillment. 
And of course, others will say, well, what if you win a lottery and you have $3, you know, $3 million thrown your way, blah, 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 blah. Of course, $3 million, of course. I will find happiness my own particular way, whether it be move into a new house or hire my own personal ball washer. But I digress. My goal <clears throat> with this statement is where are you at in your life right now, job-wise, are you happy? And if you're not happy, what steps can you take to make yourself happy? Because it's so important to be happy with your job other than just going just for the paycheck. Because people can tell if you're not happy. Your soul can tell if you're not happy. Your body can tell if you're not happy because it's going to reflect upon your health. Whether you go to work sick, whether you go to work to work weary, whether you go to work not at full capacity, the job makes all the difference in the world. Now, of course, once again, in saying that, when you're 15, 16, 17, of course, you're going to grab the first job out there because of the experience. You know, in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, as it goes on, you want to find something you love to do because you want to grow at that job as much as you can go. And in any job you go, you always want to strive to be the best, whether it be a trash man, whether it be a manager for Burger King, whether it be a worker for Walmart. Yes, society deems those jobs unimportant, but they may be important to you. So it's best that you go the highest that you can in those particular jobs to reach the nirvana of that particular position. If not, of course, you can always find something else. Well, Walker, there's really nothing in the area. No, yes, there is. You are more than capable of finding something that suits your best interest. Everyone has a talent. Everyone has something that's that makes them able to break that glass ceiling to get those higher paychecks and still make your job enjoyable. Be eager to learn a new skill. Be happy to learn that there's a new challenge waiting for you when you clock in in the morning. That's the beauty of it all. Now, once again, Walker, you know, You've quit jobs. Of course I have. I've quit jobs because they were not for me. They didn't give me what I needed. Now, I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about fulfillment. Being a father, you look for that stability and you look for the benefits and you look for everything that can benefit yourself and your little one or your loved one or your family. You have to find those certain positions. It may take a little bit of time, but you will find those. Where I'm at right now, is tremendous. I really have no complaints. I'm very fortunate. I'm very blessed is the key word to be where I'm at right now. And am I going to be content? No, absolutely not. I'm going to get to keep going to the highest that I can, as far as I can go. Once I get to that precipice and where I need, if I'm not happy or if I'm not fulfilled, I will find something else because this is a turnstile of life. As corny as that sounds, you keep on moving. You always try to improve yourself more and more each day. It's hard to keep evolving because it's so easy to stay in the past. It's so easy to wallow in the past and drudge up past things to pad yourself, to comfort yourself into saying, well, this happened to me before, so I'm not going to do that again. Well, you get out of that. You get out of that past funk. And you proceed and you keep on evolving to something better. You know, what's beyond door number five may be something tremendous. Or it may push you back a bit. That's the beauty of life. You never know where it's going to go. But you have to be optimistic. 
and you have to keep on pushing and moving and going forward and chugging is the phrase that I keep saying over and over and over again. You just have to keep evolving because once again, I'm going to sound a little macabre here. You never know when it's over. You never know when it's going to end. You never know when your ticket's going to be punched and how you want to be remembered in my opinion makes all the difference in the world. I don't want to be known as a good boyfriend. I don't want to be known as a good husband. I don't want to be known as a good worker. I just want to be known as a good person. Not a perfect person. Not the ultimate guy. Or anything of the sort. I just want to be known as a good person. That tried to do the right things. That at least made 90% of the people he interacted with happy and comfortable. And welcomed and embraced. That's me. That's the selfish side of me that wants to be remembered. I don't want to live my life as a meat with eyes. And unfortunately, most people are content with being just a meat with eyes. Whether it be going from menial job to menial job to menial relationship after menial relationship. Whether it be just to raise kids, just to raise kids. I believe everyone has a goal in this planet. I believe everyone has an expiration date. And with that expiration date, you have X amount of time to get us to reach a certain goal. This is why I never understood why the elderly African-American men were all smiles and continuously happy and continuously positive. And I never understood that until just recently. Because some of them, whether they work in construction, whether they be a plumber, they are perpetually happy because in their life they've experienced so much, whether it be happiness or sorrow or grief or loss, they're comfortable with their lives and they're happy within themselves to where they're to where they no matter what they do, they're always happy, they're always satisfied. And that's where I'm at in my life at the age of forty five. I'm satisfied. I'm not content. Because there's always more out there. There's always more to do. And I'm going to keep pushing and keep refocusing. So this is why I chose not to have a guest on my show. Because this is my show and I want it to prove to myself on a weekly basis that as tremendous as it is to have a guest, thank you Ashley Majestic, as much as it is to have a guest on my show, this is my show and I have something to prove every single week to get good content, to get things that you can relate to, or just a few minutes to have you unplug your brain and just listen to a particular sound or listen to something different or something that you may not even relate to, but just to listen and just to understand that life is different. Life is short. Life is valuable. I miss my good friend, Heather. I'm glad that I had the honor of hanging out with her before she passed and she's taught me a lot of things and we've been friends since the seventh grade for many 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 years her mother god bless her still remembers me her sister still remembers me and that made me feel really really good to know that it had an effect on heather's life and well her family's life so that is my sermon for that you know speaking upon how life is and how life works in my opinion what works for me may not work for you but I'll slow this tangent down a little bit. It will slowly shift gears. 
So, I posed this question to my listeners before in the past a couple of years ago. Thanksgiving is coming up in a few days. In the comment section below, in the email, slacking majestically, o1yahoo.com, what are you grateful for? What are you happy for? Of course, friends, family, loved ones, children, pets. Of course you're happy for that. But what are you happy about internally? Are you happy with yourself internally? Are you happy with the decisions that you made recently? Are you happy with yourself? Are you happy with your surroundings, the decisions you made, the scenarios, the everything in between? Are you happy right this second? What are you thankful for right this second? Now I'll be looking at all the comments in the comment section below, all the emails, of course. We thank you for all the feedback that we get with this particular show. The 200th episode was a success. I apologize right off the bat due to sound quality. Um, it gave us a little bit of issue, but the sound quality did not overtake the pacing, the subject matter of the show. Ashley Majestic was a smashing success. We are great to have her back. We missed her so much. And we're going to be hearing a lot more from her. Give her a follow. She is Majestic Nerd Lady on Instagram. Drop her a message. Stop in and say hi. She's part of our show. I'll be posting a picture of her and I up soon. You get to see my horrible face and her wonderful face. Tell her I said that. You'll blow up her ego. It's a tremendous thing. And be sure to look in the links below to find all the upcoming shows, where you can find us, how you can reach out to us, everything in between. And very soon, I keep saying very soon, I have to get the nerves up to do so. I have my Twitch account. It's twitch.tv forward slash walkeracexperience76. That's you'll be finding the live Twitch streams of my homely, homely face. But I digress. In the meantime, we take care of ourselves each and every single day. There is only one of you. Take care of your body. Take care of the chambers inside your body. Look under the hood. Make sure everything is okay. Interesting metaphor to describe my body, but it is the way it is. There's only one of us. Take care of each other, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>